But before I get to that, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Share Upside channel so you know exactly when these props are coming out. Let's get to my first prop here. It's a two out of three, more or less, in the Atlanta game. All right, so first off, we got Trey Young, more or less, in 49.5. Two of the last three games, he hasn't even come remotely close to that. Last game, he played 43 minutes and still barely beat it. Trey is not doing great right now. He's still a great player. He still can put up big numbers, but you just look at it over his last eight games, and he's just not the same guy. We saw earlier in the season, 49.5 is a decent number, and I don't think that he ends up hitting it, even in a decent match. Going up against the Knicks, I'm rolling with the less. Randall, more or less than 41.5. I'm rolling with the less. Currently, RG's projections got him pegged for high 30s. A lot of projection systems have him for the same. His minutes are in flux. We don't know if he's going to get 25 or 33 minutes. If he gets 25, pretty much a lot that he doesn't hit his number. If he gets 32, still a decent chance he doesn't. So you take the less in this spot every single time. Last up, Collins, more or less than 41.5. Absolutely going with the over. Look at his game log. Three straight, he's hit it. Seven of the last eight, he's hit it. He is getting over 41.5 consistently. It's a decent matchup. Going up against the Knicks, he's being more heavily involved. He's getting the minutes. I absolutely love Collins in this spot here. He is going to hit over this way too low number, and it's not going to be really close. All right, next up, we have my second prop here. It's a two out of three rapid fire in that same game. All right, so Trey Young going up against Randall. Randall's getting eight and a half points. Again, his minutes are in flux. I don't know what's going to happen with him in any given game here. It is a good matchup, but I'm rolling with Trey Young, even giving up eight and a half points. Trey should end up in the high 40s, mid 40s. Randall could end up in the 20s. A whole lot of things can go on with Randall. He's only getting eight and a half points. I still don't like Trey a ton in this. But I like Trey over Randall when he's only giving up eight and a half points. It's that simple. Next up, Peyton going up against Collins. As I said, I love Collins. But Peyton going up against Atlanta. Pace bump. Terrible defense of Trey Young. Peyton should get the minutes here, and he should smash in this spot. Decent shot that he goes over 40 here and getting ten and a half points. Makes it a real simple decision for me. I'm rolling with Peyton. Last up, Barrett versus Robinson. Robinson has been getting some decent minutes. It is a good matchup, but Barrett just always going to end up in the high 20s, low 30s range every single time, getting consistent 29 to 30 minutes. He is consistent, getting four and a half points, while Robinson may end up with 15 points, may end up with 40 points all over the map. I'm get, taking the consistency with Barrett in this one. I think he wins this one seven out of 10 times, but the three times that he loses, he's going to lose by 20 points against Robinson. So roll with Barrett and just move on. All right, next up, we have my third prop here. It's a two out of three, more or less, in the Pelicans game. All right, so you see, I just went more on all of them. This is a 232 total in this game. It's going to be high scoring. Start off with Drew. Drew, over 41.5, easily. Hit well over that in the last two. Two, three of the last four, he's hit well over that. This is going to be a close matchup, 1.5 point spread. I think he easily crushes in this. The shot attempts have absolutely been there. The points have absolutely been there. This is FanDuel scoring. He can get it done on the defensive end, too. Love Drew in this spot. Next up, Fox, more or less than 41.5. This one was close, but I'm rolling with more. It's a pace-up spot versus the Pelicans. 232.5 total. Close game. Like it a lot. Fox has not been doing that well, but he's still putting up close to this number every single game. 35, 41, 42, 39, 38, 42. So he's putting up the closest number, and now he gets a pace up spot, while a few of these other ones have been tough matchups here. The minutes should be there because this game's going to stay close. So if he gets into the 33, 34-minute range, then he should easily get over this number. That's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping for a close game. Last up, Zion, more or less than 38.5. RG has him projected for 39. I think that he ends up crushing here. Has not done great in the last two, three games here. But the shot attempts should be here in this one. Everything should be here in this one. 38.5, too low of a number. I'm rolling with more. All right, last up, we got my last prop of the night. Before I get to that, don't, again, don't forget to like and subscribe over on the Share Upside channel so you know when these videos come out. But let's get to my last prop here. It is a two out of three rapid fire in the Pelicans game. All right, so Holiday going up against Fox. I told you, I like Fox, but I love Holiday in this spot here. Again, Fandle scoring. He can get those stocks. He is putting up the shot attempts on a game-by-game -game basis. This game's going to be close here. Drew, going to play all the minutes. 
going to get over 41.5. They're still going for the playoffs. And I think that he ends up with a few more points than Fox. So I'm rolling with Holiday. Next up, Zion going up against Ingram. This one was a little bit tough. This one, in all honesty, is close here. Slight edge to Zion here. Only giving up a half point. I just like him better. I'm rolling with him. But I'm not going to argue with going with Ingram. Last up, Ball going up against Buddy. Give it up six and a half points. Love Ball here. Buddy, all over the place. Don't know how many points he's going to end up getting. Ball been consistently close to 50 in FanDuel and in Monkey Knife Fight scoring here. So I'm just rolling with him. Buddy could end up with 30 points, but I don't think there's many spots where Ball doesn't end up with close to 40 here. I'm rolling with Ball. All right, guys. Thanks for watching. Hope you enjoyed the video. We'll be back again later on this week. Give you some more props. I'm out of here. Hey, kids. Hey, thanks for checking out our videos. If you want more expert advice on DraftKings, FanDuel, or any other daily fantasy sports, make sure you check out the current... What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Grinders Live Coronavirus Edition here today. I am Britt Devine here with Big Will, Chief Justice 06. Uh, you know, Will, I don't I don't always take all these things too seriously, but dude, I, I'm I'm, st- I'm stocking up on soup. I'm staying indoors. There, there is no better breed of person in the entire world than daily fantasy players to write out the coronavirus. We're just sitting at home all day. Yeah, man. And the crazy thing about it is, uh, you know, the coronavirus is going to force people to the Heineken virus and Budweiser virus, Bud Light virus. All of those are going to be in effect because everybody's (laughs) going to be at home getting drunk, excluding myself. I don't drink. But uh, those are the new viruses that are going to be popping up this week, people, especially for all you DFSers out there. And, uh, you know, we might have a little Dos Equis virus coming upon us as well. So, what's your what's your take on all these, right? The NCAA tournament. We got the Warriors. They're playing all these empty games. I think it's probably I think it's probably the right decision, if not just like ending the whole like games just outright. What's your overall take on all that? Uh, I, I actually can't wait to see one of these games televised live with no fans. Uh, mm-hmm. This is going to be like a live practice with coaching. I, I can't wait to get the ratings on this. Uh, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited. They might as well just have it in the practice gym because no one's coming anyway. It'll be like uh, an AAU game for the NBA if, if, if everybody knows what AAU is. Yeah, uh, I see Yisman in chat. Also, all you guys in the YouTube chat, click the thumbs up. We appreciate it. And uh, I see Yisman, right? Disney Cruise is going to be shut down. Disney, you know, like, Will, you know about my wife and Disney, right? I, these well, cruise- I, I know about you and Disney. Don't bring the wife what into would, this. What Brent. would they have to pay you to go on a cruise right now? I don't think you could pay me to go on. I'd have to get paid like $10,000 to go on a cruise. Right now. Listen, I would go on a cruise right now. But what I would do 
is I would order one of those uh, radioactive suits that they have, and I just wouldn't get out of it until I got my. <laughs> oh man! But yeah, guys, take the Corona thing seriously. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think I think it's real. It's gonna. I think it's gonna spread. Maybe not as bad. Like Italy looks pretty bad, but uh, yeah, be careful out there, people. And yeah, it's no, it's no fun, man. No fun at all. Um, want to tell you guys too about a couple things we have going on at Roto Grinders. We have our Sharp Side contest. I don't have my Sharp Side hat on. I think I saw a producer Devin with it. Uh, we've got our streak plays today. Mine, I picked mine a little earlier, so mine might be a little outdated. Uh, if you get a couple of, of picks in a row, it's five in a row. We start paying you out with $10 on FanDuel credit. If you get more, I think it's like 10 or more, you start getting paid more. It's free to play. You got to become a better sports better. If you're going to want to continue on and DFS and all that fun stuff a year or two years from now, that's where all the sites are going to push it. Get a head start of it on SharpSide for free. Um, I got uh, this was before the Rudy Gobert news. Will I had Rudy Gobert? I had the under on rebounds. This dude is trash, and the illness on him. Uh, I, I think it, I, I hope he plays because I really like the under on rebounds. Uh, I think it was 11 and a half. Hasn't in two out of his last like 10 games, he's hit there. He's really fallen off, and this illness story is great. I, I told you pre show, but I think it was the last time he was in front of press, he was sort of mocking about the coronavirus. He was touching all the microphones and breathing on them. Karma, karma hit him today. He's got the illness, so hopefully he didn't catch something. I want the under. Um, that was mine on sharp side for today. What, what do you got over there? Let for, first of all, let's pour one out for Dean. Come on, man. You, give Dean his credit. He's got the fish. He doesn't have Corona. <laughs> <laughs> Rudy Gobert has the fish, people. Uh, all right. Shout, shout out to Dean. Uh, listen, man, I, I'm all over this uh, New York-Atlanta game. Man, usually we don't start out with our sharp side plays, but it just flowed right into it after this Corona Rudy Gobert. But Trey Young, man, uh, I, I'm all over him today. I think we had him at 29 and a half in terms of real points. Uh, I have it on pretty good authority. If, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, that he's scored over 40 in both games this year. Uh, the Knicks have really struggled at the point guard position overall. Um, I, I think Trey has a monster game here uh, without question. So I'm, I'm taking the over. And, in fact, this is my favorite game on the slate. It's been one of my favorite spots to attack since last year, uh, and nothing has changed. I, I, I love this game for tournaments. Let's talk about it. Let's uh, transition right into this game. Let's start spilling the beans. Uh, I do want to note we got news. If you were waiting on Joel Embiid, he's going to be in today, guys. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Will was talking how much he loves this game. Let's talk about it. We got Trey. uh, His ownership's uh, reasonably high on DraftKings. It's basically him or it's going to be Luka if you're spending up, in my opinion, today. I've got a take on Luka. It's sort of going to limit my Trey Young exposure unless they both happen to be in the same lineup. Uh, but what are you liking in this game tonight? Yeah, man, I, mean, I think Trey's a big-time play. At, you know, we got him projected at 22% on DK. I think we got him projected around 30-ish on FanDuel. Yeah, mm-hmm. 35. So um, I'm I'm going to try to be over the field on Trey for sure. And I'm not running a whole bunch of lineups. I'm going more single entry, three entry match. So over the field is a little bit more exaggerated. But bottom line is um, I think I'm going to have him in every lineup tonight, especially because I feel like the ownership on Luka is going to be you know, probably 20 to – let's go 15 to 25% more in most cases, in my opinion. I think that's about what it is. So, uh, I am – I'm all over Trey. I'm not as interested in John Collins. Now, on DK, I I don't think I would play John Collins at all. On FanDuel, I I did kind of reconsider that because earlier this morning I didn't think I was going to play him at all. Mm -hmm. But but on FanDuel, you know, especially – I'm telling you right now, I'm going to stack this game at least three different ways. And I, I'm just going to have Collins in every one of them. And outside of a game stack, I don't think I'll have him at all. Um, but Collins, uh, Trey, and then either Reddish or Hunter, one of these guys is going to get 30 or 30 plus. I cannot tell you honestly which one of these guys is going to have the 30 point game today. But one of them is going to do it. So I think, you know, if, if you're multi entering like our good friend, Mr. Britt Devine, you just make a group, you have mm-hmm. both of them in there. And you just have one or the other, you know, in, in your game stacks, and that, that should fix that problem. I do like Herter. I think he's a a, a lot closer to uh, what his price should be on DK or FanDuel. He's still around 5K. Uh, so I, w- I would also be over the field on him. Um, but, yeah, those are guys, you know, th- those those handful of guys are the guys I think you need to key in on. 
and I'm going to be, you know, well overweight. I am going to run maybe, you know, seven, seven. I think I'm going to run about 10 different lineups tonight. Um, so outside of like my three and five entry max stuff. And I mean, I'm probably going to have Trey probably about 100 percent, man. I, I don't I don't see myself getting off, getting off of the Trey train and just try to leverage some of this ownership from Luca that I know he's going to have. What I just did, uh, you can see, right? So I put Herder, Reddish, and Hunter. I don't think, all, yeah. like, are all three of them going to go bananas in the same game? Probably not. So, like, no, uh, I, I put a max of two of those two. That seems good, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I want to go over something, too. So, uh, Nicole, behind the scenes and the team here at Roto-Grinders, uh, a major, major improvement to the uh, CSV upload on Roto-Grinders. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up an Excel spreadsheet uh, and you guys can see it. So before this column right here, min and max exposure was not on the Roto Grinders upload. It is now on the Roto Grinders upload. So some of you guys, maybe not, um, you know, we do have some advanced users of Lineup HQ. If you have your own system that spits out minimum and maximum exposures that you want, you can upload it. It also downloads from uh, Lineup HQ. This is a huge, huge addition to if you're sort of like a power user of Lineup HQ to really allow you to use min and max exposure uh, a lot easier offsite, right? In your own Excel spreadsheets or to download it on your own. I want to give a big prop to the uh, the team on this one, uh, a big addition. And if you guys didn't know about it, I wanted to highlight that for everybody because I think that's just uh, the, the absolute bee's knees for an addition right now. Uh, what about the Knicks side, right? If you like all the Hawks, let, let's sort of go over. I'm going to bring up the game flow of last night's game because I got I got burnt by Julius Randle the one night I decided to play Julius Randle. I, he gets hockey line changed oh, man. four minutes into the game, right? And then he, he ends up fouling out. Um, I, I, you can't really read too much into the minutes last night. And I think it's no, going to be like guys like Bobby Portis. I think it's going to, he's going to draw a little too much ownership today. This whole game was extremely fluky. Do you think you can kind of go back to some of these Knicks players? Oh man, listen, I already knew I was playing Julius Randle again today when yesterday's slate ended. There was just no way I was going to let that game influence my Julius Randle shares today in pretty much what I would consider an equal opportunity spot. This this spot is really no different than what it was last night. Um, so, I mean, I'm just – I'm right back to the well. All all systems go on Julius Randle. I really feel the same way uh, about Elf Payton as well. Elf does have, you know, a few more guards that could soak up, soak up his minutes. But I still feel like 30 minutes of Elf Payton against Atlanta could equal a 45 to 50 spot. It's not guaranteed – but I still think he's going to get 30 minutes. He's not – I don't think he'll play 18 minutes tonight. Uh, so, Elf Payton is another guy I really, really like in this spot. And I still I still like R.J. Barrett. Uh, those three guys, those are the three guys I really trust in this team. So, Julius, Payton, R.J., uh, those will be my favorites. I'm, I'm sure Mitchell Robinson will get some traction. I think, um, you know, his ownership on FanDuel is a lot higher than his ownership on D.K., but uh, so I, I like him. I don't love him. I, I'm not going to force him in, um, especially now that Embiid's in. I'm probably going to force myself to play Embiid and just take 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 the what I consider to be the highest upside play. Um, but you know, I will have a couple Mitchell Robinson shares because, as I've already explained, I will be stacking this game a couple different ways. And uh, Mitchell Robinson is definitely going to be included in some of those. Yeah, I like Mitch. Um, I, I still think he's fine on DraftKings or on FanDuel, same price, both yeah. sites. Uh, has the ability, right, if you're playing tournaments, wouldn't play him in cash games. But even in 26 to 28 minutes, we've seen in three or two of his last five games, right, has hit the, you know, what I would consider a really good tournament value for him. I like him. He's going to be low owned. I'm actually, uh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give myself a little over the field. I'm going to give myself 10% Mitchell Robinson tonight. Uh, I've, I've talked myself into it. You seem to like it. Uh, I'm going to go with that. And I just have, I, I, I've X'd out all the Knicks except Randall, Peyton Barrett, and Robinson. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Why play anybody else? Kevin Knox and uh, Frankie Nicotine and DSJ. Man, please. You know, and why are they still giving, first of all, why are they still giving Todd Gibson 15 minutes? Just let him take the rest of the season off. Let let Mitch pick up another five minutes a game. Like, I I don't know what these coaches are doing. Sorry, that was a little rant there. I'm off the Knicks soapbox. Um, I want to jump over to Miami because we got some news on that game. You ready for it? 
Uh, so we got Jimmy Butler. He gone. Looks like everybody else is in. This is what I sort of expected to happen. I'm gonna sounds good. I'm gonna. Oh no, Tyler Hero's playing. Yeah, Hero's back. So every, everybody. Um, God. Yeah, every, Why can he be a hero and take another day off? No, we we need the value. Tonight, but what what are we gonna be doing now with? Butler out the projections they'll all update in about 10 minutes and you'll you know the guys behind the scenes will really try to iron it out for everybody what are we doing you know at least on DraftKings like Duncan Robinson's probably I mean dude's on fire I don't know I don't know if I could play him tonight so I I don't think there's any way you play Duncan Robinson at 6k tonight yeah but like Goran I think none hero is slightly interesting I don't know how many minutes he's gonna get but I think it's going to be Bam and, and Dragic is where I'm going to look to on Miami. I mean, if, if you're feeling froggy, you might as well jump. Tyler Hero is 3,300. I mean, if he gets 25 minutes here, I, he, he could have a, a you know performance that you may need. I mean, if you get 25 from Hero at 3,300, I can still take down a GPP with that. I, I, I don't mind 25 from Hero at that price. So, uh, I, I like Hero a lot at, on DK. Um, you know, it's it's going to be pretty similar on FanDuel. He's not he's not really expensive. He's thirty six hundred. Um, I, I would like to know how many minutes he was going to play. Like, so they here, say he's I, got, play. I got I got this the, from the Heat reporter. This was from yesterday. It doesn't okay. really say anything about minutes, but uh, Tyler Hero could make his return tonight if he does. The Heat's rotation will expand to ten and less minutes to go around for everybody. Uh, and a quote from Goran Dragic, we understand everyone has to make some sacrifices this season. So maybe, maybe a, you know, but Butler's also out too, so I don't know really how they're going to get around it tonight. Um, I, I don't know. Hero's interesting. If Hero has 20 minutes tonight at that price on DraftKings, I think it's pretty pretty nice. Yeah, man. I mean, it, 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 I, I, can't, I can't really accurately project this minutes. In my head, I feel like he plays 25. Mm-hmm. Um because, you know, they've got Crowder there who's been playing 30 minutes. They've got um, Derek Jones Jr. who's been playing, you know, close to 30 minutes. Robinson's been playing, you know, 30-plus 30, 30 minutes. None and Drogic. I think maybe he plays 25 minutes. And um, 20 to 25 minutes I think is a reasonable expectation for Hero. And at that price, on both sides really, I think you should you should definitely consider. Yeah, if I gave him 25, and this is also with Jimmy Butler in the projections, right? He's a, a reasonable value, so we got to see what the team gives him behind the scenes. Um, but we're gonna—I think Hero could really start creeping up in terms of uh, overall value um, towards the end of the night. Hopefully, he doesn't end up being the Javale McGee at tonight's slate. Who, uh, you know, McGee sort of burned me a little bit last night and burned a lot of people because he was pretty highly owned. But hopefully, Hero can actually play the minutes tonight. Yeah. The other thing we're waiting on as far as news is going to be in Utah is Rudy Gobert. Even if Rudy Gobert plays, you know, his ownership at 10%, I'm I'm literally just going to kick him right out of my build. If he plays, I should, I'm just going to do it right now, but I wanted to leave him up here. Uh, There's just something off with him. He's basically doesn't really get there uh, all too often. He takes almost no shots. Now he needs the, three or four blocks with a, you know, he has to hit the double-double, hit a couple of free throws to really get there. I'm not too interested in him. I hope he sits out because that's going to open up a lot of boards for some of these other guys, uh, maybe a couple extra shots. I know you like Mike Conley. Uh, how are we going to be approaching the Jazz? Should Gobert end up sitting out tonight? Uh, if Gobert is up sitting, then, you know, I'm, I'm still going to be on Conley. Um, I feel like I, I probably like, you know, a guy like uh, – uh, Bogdanovich or Ingles a little bit more. Um, may, maybe I would bump up a little bit of Donovan Mitchell exposure and play him in, you know, one or two lineups. But to be quite honest with you, man, I'm really only interested in Mike Conley. E- even if even if Gobert sits, Mike Conley is about the only person I really want to play because I don't feel like anybody else is completely necessary. You, you will have um, uh, Tony, God, the backup center. You will have him available. Um, and he's cheap enough that I think you can consider him, but I don't think he's absolutely necessary. I, I would still, and we'll get to this game in a minute. I think I'd still play Nicola Melli on, on DK over oh, Tony yeah. Brandt. I like Melly quite a bit. Uh, we got another one too. So while we wrap up sort of all the news over here, let's go back to, uh, or go to the Dallas game. We just got uh, DFS. Uh, someone in chat said DFS now questionable. 
not not us in general, right, because of the coronavirus, but Dorian yes. Finney-Smith, questionable. <laughs> They're already down Porzingis. This is an 8 o'clock game. I think uh, an interesting strategy, I think, tonight to be able to maybe, if we don't have all the news ahead of time, you know, this Detroit-Philadelphia game, or, or you know, we got our Joel Embiid news. You're not really maybe like a uh, – Maybe you're missing out on wood or, or thong to thong thong maker or something like that. But if you skip that game and, and you go to late swap, you, you're buying some time, you're getting some news. Uh, I don't think that's the worst idea in the world. But if DFS is out tonight too, along with Porzingis out, let's try to make some sense of what's happening in here. Luca, I am taking the stand, right? You like Trey. I'm playing 100 lineups tonight on DraftKings. I am playing 100% Luca. This is just my dude. I'm going all in. He's going to be highly owned. Uh, I'm getting leverage. I just see him as basically a almost surefire 50 fantasy points with the ability to hit 60 or 70 with some of these guys out tonight. What are we going to do if DFS is out? Um, break down some of the center rotation. I think we were probably a little too – I think we toned down Boban's minutes a little bit here or maybe not. Um I don't know if Boban sees a ton of time. Willie Cauley-Stein's back. They might run a, a couple of different centers in there. Make some sense of that rotation outside of Luka. Um, I mean, I, I think Maxi Cleaver is probably going to play 30 to 35-ish minutes. I mean, that's 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 what I'm thinking. Um, and, you know, I, I, I definitely think if any other center gets 25 minutes, I think it's going to be Willie Cauley-Stein. That, that's just my opinion. Um I, mean, I, I could definitely be wrong about that. Maybe they split him and Boban. I, I, I don't think Kali Steiner or Boban are actually in play for, for me. Um, and I, I know they're playing Jokic, but I would uh, I'd much rather just stick with, with Kleber. I don't think we have to reach that far down um, to get the production that we need. If, if DFS is out, then, I mean, you got to think Tim Hardaway Jr. is nearing like must play. He's been really putting it together in recent games, too. Yeah, I mean, even at 6,300, he's not a guy I like to play. But, I mean, if he's going to be playing 38 minutes against Denver, taking probably, I, w- I would say, 18 to 22 shots in this game, Brent, with, uh, you know, with um, with all these guys out. Because you don't have Seth Curry. You don't have Brunson. Uh, if DFS is out, man, I mean, he, he's just going to be shooting galore. No, no uh, KCP. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think Hardaway Jr. And then DeLon Wright, I think, would be sneaky. I'm not sure what the ownership is on him. But if DFS sits, I, I feel like DeLon Wright uh, could really, really be a difference maker for this team in the second unit. Maybe get a few more shots up, you know, maybe a few more assists, a steal, a block or something. And before you know it, he's got close to 30 fantasy points. So I'm going to keep my eye on this situation because DeLon Wright may very well end up in, in my lineups. And I, I didn't – anticipate I was going to be looking at him to, to start out the day. Yeah. So what are we going to do? Right. So I mentioned this first game of the night, Detroit and Philadelphia. If you, let's say we don't have news at six forty-five, you got to, you know, start a, start a lock your teams in at that point in time. Right. What are we going to do with this game in order to maybe maximize leverage on some of the news possibilities on this one? Because we have, you know, Thon Maker at 45%. And I get we're searching for value and he's 3,100. And he can get there, you know, a fantasy points per minute from Andy's article today. You know, he he's a reasonably good play. I have a, you know, I, I made a, I had a take pre-show where the difference in Thon Maker and Tony Snell, I know that he Snell's $700 more, right? But the ownership difference is 45 to 1. Is Thon Maker going to outscore Tony Snell, you know, by like two points, 45 out of 46 times? Uh, you know, I, I don't think that's actually possible for basically any NBA player against another NBA player. Um, wh- what's your overall thoughts on Thon? I like Christian Wood. And don't forget, I thought we would have this at 530. We're still waiting on some Bruce Brown news that could open up some minutes here. What Are there any must haves for you in this game? Uh, I mean, I feel like the must-haves would probably be Kleber um, and Luca. I, I would consider. Well, yeah, as no, of right I, now, no, I, I'm back. I'm on Detroit, Philadelphia. Let's let's oh, go over that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, you did just mention Bruce Brown. My bad. Um, man, what a brain fart there. 
guys. I'm, I'm so the, sorry to do the that. Corona, the, the coronavirus no, got you. No, man. sir. No, sir. No, no <laughs> Corona here. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think in the Detroit game for me, I mean, it's pretty much full steam ahead. Brandon Knight, uh, Christian Wood. I, I like Thon. I don't love Thon. So he's not a, a make or break. So for instance, to me, Thon is okay chalk. And so in tournaments, I'm perfectly fine hitting the X button. And, you know, like I said, I, I, I would play Nicola Melli. I would play, you know, I would replace that savings and maybe play Tyler Hero at a similar price point, just in a different spot um, to possibly get similar lineup construction. Um, but, yeah, that that's kind of uh, where I'm at there. Jordan McRae is still cheap enough, I feel like. Um, I wish he was getting 25 to 30 minutes, but um, – I mean, he's done it a couple of times. You know, maybe we squeeze him in. He, he, we just haven't seen the same upside he had in Washington, mm-hmm. but we know it's there. So I think I'd be willing to take a risk on guys like that. We got to see Thon is currently the tied for the second highest projected on player on the slate. I know it's because he's 3,100, but that is – I'm probably not going to be at the field. I actually – I just set my max at 25%. I might even lower that post show – just not someone I'm all too interested in. Uh, I do have a rule, I think, um, not to play Thon or Tony Snell in sort of the same lineup. Not that anyone's really trying to get Tony Snell in the lineups tonight, <laughs> but me. Um, but I have a little bit of interest in Snell just as, as sort of a leverage off a of Thon maker. I know it costs a little bit more, um, but he's interesting. And of course, Christian Wood, I know he's going up against Embiid, which is going to be a little tough, but he's just, he's out here posting. We, we knew as soon as he was going to get minutes, he was going to post this ultra-consistent fantasy point game. He's basically been unstoppable in the high 30s to, to mid to high 40s every single night. Do you see any reason to not want to play him tonight, even though he's going up against Embiid? I mean, I don't think so, man. I mean, Wood has been consistent, and I – I think he's going to be fine. I mean, I think he plays probably more minutes than Embiid anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, at, at some point he won't be on the floor with Embiid. I mean, he's been playing, you know, 32-ish to 38 minutes in certain situations. So, he's not going to be on the floor with him all the time. I, I think Wood is going to be be just fine tonight. Yeah. And uh, Michael in chat, Embiid's playing against Thon. Thon got to have two fouls in the first quarter. Yeah, dude, there's there's a lot of ways for Thon, in my opinion, to bust tonight. And if I can find, right, his smash percentage, just 23%, yet ownership at 37%. So when you see these ultra high-owned guys that um, are really underweight their smash that aren't superstars, like guys like Luca and things like that, those are interesting spots to maybe get away from, in my opinion. So I'm going to be underweight on Thon tonight. Um, if, if he kills me, he kills me. But he's going to be in 35, 40, 45% of lineup, something like that tonight. So that's just a, a little bit of a stance I'm taking. And then Philadelphia with Embiid in, do you really the, – the, the peripheral pieces, I'm a little bit lower on, right? Earlier in the day, we had Josh Richardson – you know, we had him as one of the, the higher-owned plays. That's sort of come down now that we have confirmation that Embiid's going to play. We're not really messing around with the shakes. The Maybe Richardson because he's a little – still a little bit too cheap. But Tobias and Horford, these guys, I think I'm jumping off the bandwagon. It's also pretty clear. It looks like the field is as well tonight, right? We have pretty low projected ownership on them. What are you doing with some of the extra guys in that first game? I mean – I kind of said this, I think, maybe on the pod. I, I hope I did. If I didn't, you know, please forgive me. But now that Embiid's playing, I don't want to play anybody else on Philly. Uh, I just I just don't see any, everybody's priced up now. Um, like, he's going to be out. So, I, I do still think Josh Richardson is okay. Like, his, his, he's probably about the only guy that's priced okay. Um, but I still don't feel the need to play him. So, the only guy I'm playing for Philly tonight would be Joel Embiid. Um, I, I wouldn't play a, a single other Sixers player. Just wouldn't do it. All right. Donnie wants to get to the highest total on the board. That is the Pelican Sacramento. Donnie, we are a man of the people here on Grinders Live. But only if you click the like button will we talk yes. about this game. So go click that. Uh, if all you guys are watching on YouTube, we appreciate it. It helps us bring you Grinders Live for free. Gives you that pregame show for free uh, during the day and a lot of other stuff. So it helps support us and gets you free content here on Roto Grinders. So let's go to this game. And I don't know, pick pick a couple of plays. We mentioned Melly. I guess we'll talk about some of the 
the higher fantasy point totals first year. So we've got De'Aaron Fox, who hasn't really flashed a ceiling in, I don't know, like 15 games or something like that. He always gets there, but he never gets like over there, if you if you know what I'm saying there. Yeah. 7,800. Uh, the price is okay. It's, you know, hovering around where it's been. He's reasonably priced on uh, on FanDuel as well. What's your take on him? He's coming in as the highest owned player from this game. Yeah, I, I like him. I don't love him. I mean, we're looking at the ownership right now, and um, I just I, – I, I feel like I may be able to get this a similar performance out of Chris Paul today. And, you know, for me, you know, if I'm trying to leverage a little bit of ownership, a guy that's around 30%, it's not like I, I wouldn't play him at all. It has nothing to do with that. But, you know, I, I feel like him and Chris Paul have similar, you know, ranges of outcomes. And so, you know, if, you know, if you pull up Chris Paul's ownership, you're going to see he's what, a lot what more are, what owned. We, why is, I don't understand why De'Aaron Fox is so highly owned today, I guess. If, if this holds well, it's, 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 it's the matchup. It's the, I mean, listen. I know it is, right. You, you just mentioned Chris Paul, and Chris Paul's ownership is, let's see, we're, we're Mr. CP3. He's down at 4%. Look where he's at. I got Lonzo Ball in the same freaking game who's dropping 50 a night, right, who's shown the ceiling. Correct. He's at 2%. And you got Correct. Drew. You got Drew Holiday in the same game. Give me all those guys, ownership wise, over Fox today, and it, that's a, a pretty easy decision. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm not as interested in Drew. Uh, I don't care that Drew's dropping sixties. I'm not playing Drew over eight K with all these guys playing, and that's just a personal decision. That's not an industry decision. Oh, playing, that's just something. I'm playing Drew. Yeah. So that, that's something I, I've decided to do. Uh, the same reason I don't play Demar Derozan over eight K. It's just it's just rules I have to protect myself from in, the end of the night blues when I knew I shouldn't have taken a player that I felt was slightly overpriced. Uh, at any rate, um, you know, those are kind of the guys I'm looking at. I've talked enough about Melly. I think you guys know that, especially on DK, uh, I'm really interested in him as a, as a value play tonight. Um, I, I mean, I wish, I, I wish I could play Josh Hart, but I just don't think uh, he got um, the X. He got the X for me. He's gone. Yeah. Yeah. You just, you, you just can't do it. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at there. Um, but, yeah, th- those are the guys, man. Um, Lonzo, I don't mind. I know he's 200 cheaper than Drew, but uh, I just feel like Lonzo's been been kind of getting there in multiple ways. Some games he's scoring, some games he's not. But you look up at the end of the night, he's still getting there. I think the big thing here is, you know, what are we going to do with Zion at 7,800? I, I feel like Zion is a mid-30s player. I don't feel like Zion is a 40 to 50 point, you know, DFS player every night. I'm, I'm willing to take the fade on Zion as well um, with everyone healthy, though. And that, that's that's the key. With everyone healthy, I'm willing to take the fade on him. Um, yeah. So even though this game has such a high total, I don't feel the need to play all these guys. You know, one or two pieces, I, I, I'm, I'm going to sit on this this New York-Atlanta game and more pieces from Dallas and see if I, I can win, win it there. I'd take Ingram over Zion. I'd take Ball Andrew over Fox straight up in tournaments tonight. So those are uh, – and you can see I sort of uh, – you know, if our projected ownership holds, I just went overweight on Ball and Drew. Uh, I, I made myself – we've got 30% ownership on Fox. I'm going to set a max at 15%. Uh, maybe I'll even lower that to like 12 or something. I think those are some easy swerves. You mentioned CP3. Uh, he's at 4%. I want to make sure I get a little bit more than that. And I got I got a take in this game too. We have SGA at 25% ownership because he's 6,300, right? And that is coming in as a top 10 highest owned player on the slate today. And I'm, I'm going to try to get a little bit of leverage there. I've reduced his ownership to 15 and Schroeder. Schroeder was a little lower earlier in the day. So Schroeder is 100 less than SGA. And it's four out of five times basically on the ownership that SGA is going to outperform short air. And that is nonsense to me. I think it's a little bit closer to 50, 50, maybe a little bit higher in SGA's favor, but it should not be like five to one on the ownership. So uh, I'm playing short air as a leverage off SGA. What do you think about that? And then let's talk about Chris Paul as well. Yeah, I like that call. I mean, I, I think it's probably 60, 40 SGA Schroeder. I mean, that's, that's kind of how yeah. I, have it broken down in my head. So, I mean, I, I totally get that. Um, and people just, they don't, they haven't been playing Schroeder all year. He's a guy I've tracked, you know, whenever I get him under 5K, which is not under 5K today, but I just start loading up on him because I know he's, you know, the upside game is coming. So, yeah, I mean, I, I get the SG ownership, but I do, like you said, I, I think Dennis Schroeder being, you know, a fourth of that is just, just crazy. So, 
Uh, I'm with you. Uh, Chris Paul, man, one of my favorite point guards on the slate tonight, um, you know, I, and mainly because of the ownership and the consistency. Yeah. Uh, you know, he – I mean, he's shown – he's flashed upside, and very rarely will he not get you 35, rarely. So, you know, when, when you're looking at his ownership at 4% on DK, 9% on FanDuel, and like we've already talked about, because of the matchup, I totally get it. You get, you're getting De'Aaron Fox at, you know, God, you know, 20 times that. Well, not 20, but, you know, astronomically higher. I just think Chris Paul is great leverage today um, and, and could really, you know, if he puts up 45, he, he's, he's right in the mix to help you oh, take yeah. out the GPP. And no, especially because you're going to be the only person with with CP3 today. So uh, I want to point out a couple of groups I made on players I'm talking about uh, in OKC. Right. No, uh, you know, sort of like uh, I had with where's the other one I had up here. Um, I forgot anyway, but n- no more than two of SGA, CP3 and Schroeder, sort of like the Hawks guards. Right. If all the Hawks peripheral pieces can't really get there. You don't really want to, if you're MMEing, any more than two of them in the same lineup. So that's a, that's a little rule I did uh, for yeah. some of those guys out there. The other sort of uh, leverage spot I was taking today, I mentioned on Thon, uh, who was another guy I had to take on? I had one more I wanted to talk about. Thon, 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 Yeah, I already hit on that one. So let's go to... <laughs> Let's go to Charlotte, who uh, who is it? Terry Rozier. He's questionable, yes. right? So he, he we don't know if he's going to play. What are we doing? It's against Miami. They're ultra slow. Um, some of these guys had, you know, really fell on their face like P.J. Washington where, um, you know, who was it? Caleb Martin had himself the good game last time out. Yes. What are we going to do? Like an if then, if Rozier out, then what are we doing? Uh, maybe Devontae Graham, maybe one of the Martin twins. I am officially done with, and you know Charlotte's my hometown team. Mm-hmm. I'm officially done trying to peg these guys. Uh, Miles Bridges, his minutes are trending in the wrong direction. You know, uh, they brought Dwayne Waken back from the G League, didn't play him. Uh, you know, we've got this weird thing going where Cody Zeller plays four or five games, then he's not playing in Bismarck. So, I'm I'm just off Charlotte today, man. Um, I, I don't care if Rozier sits. I just I'm not gonna have a lot of guys from Charlotte. Not gonna think about it too too long and hard. I get Cody uh, Cody and Caleb. I don't I don't mind those two because of the prices. I feel like they're cheap enough to still consider. Um, maybe Jalen McDaniels as well, but I, I don't want to play anybody over five k uh, from this team. I mean, they could easily just play ten minutes and burn me. Yeah, if Rozier's out, I'll take another long look at it. And you can sort of see the field currently right now. No one's over 10% even on a six-game slate, so no one's really on them. If uh, Terry plays, right, both Terry and Graham, I think they have a little bit of a ceiling, but it's it's still tough to get there against Miami today. I, I don't mind them as basically your one low-owned play in a lineup, but other than that, I'm, I guess I'm sort of like you, not really targeting Charlotte too much. Of course, unless Terry sets an all-reasons. Yeah. Um couple other things we wanted to talk about uh, from you guys in Discord. I know we've got the YouTube chat up, but sometimes in Discord, you guys want to talk to us. And a couple of you wanted to talk uh, DraftKings tiers today, right? So I won't spend a ton of time, but maybe about like two, three minutes. Hey, uh, man, that's for, that's for our boy Yappy Cappy. He said, man, let's go over some tiers. Yeah, so we, we, we're going to talk a couple of tiers here. Uh, DraftKings has tournaments for these two. They fill a little bit earlier in the day. It's a little bit way to differentiate, uh, especially if you don't have a lot of time. What did you, what did you come up with some tiers research today? At, at the front, right, it's Luca and Trey. I don't think I'd waste a single, you know, entry on Jokic today. How would you allocate between Luca and Trey? Well, yeah, we've kinda, we, we did kind of talk about that, and that's something we talked about before the show. You know, for me, uh, I, I'm full steam ahead with Trey. I, I would have more Luca shares, but, you know, you got to think Trey is going to be slightly lower owned. I'd probably go, and I know I said 25, but I'd probably go 25 to 30% mm-hmm. on Trey tonight in, in the tier section because, you know, what if Trey scores 65 and Luca scores 58? Then, yep. then Trey's going to be your guy. So I, I think I would really pump up my, my ownership there. Uh, on trade, not necessarily replacing Luca, but just saying, hey, I'm going all in on these two guys in this tier one 
and hoping that I hoping that I can connect with the right combination. Here's what I do. I would lock Trey just like I'm doing in regular DFS in my hundred lineups. I'm I'm playing hundred percent Trey Young tonight. Uh, next one, it's Bam or basically John Collins. I think Tobias is another guy I wouldn't really spend too much uh, interest on in the tiers. Uh, Bam or Collins? That one's pretty close. I think I might lean. Man, that is really close. You got the matchup, but then you got the slow yeah. pace, pace for Bam with Butler out. Yeah, I mean, see, on this one, this one's a little bit tougher for me because I, I do still feel like Bam has more upside in this spot, but I, I might go all in on Bam on this one. I mean, with no Butler, at least I, I know Collins has a little bit more help. Not that Bam doesn't have help at all, but uh, he should seemingly kind of be the guy. I, I think I'd probably be about close to all in on Bam as it possibly could be. What do you got for a differentiator in any of these other tiers? You got something good? Oh, let's go back to tier four. Tier four. Tier, tier four? four. All right. Here we go. Your differentiator. Who do you think it's going to be? Uh, well, you got CP3. I like Lonzo. I probably wouldn't play Fox. Yeah, I would I would straight up X out Fox and go Bear for sure. Like, yeah. those guys would be gone. I just wouldn't touch Fox tonight. He's popular in regular DFS. I think we just leave it at Randall ball and cp3 and go from there and, and i will probably almost even it out like i probably go you know 35 35 30 or 33 33 34 something like that and just kind of kind of balance it out i think the differentiator there is just not playing fox at all just x him out yeah these are fun you can see uh you know i'm backing up my lonzo love i got him about two full fantasy points over our projection uh, i'm gonna make sure i get myself some lonzo today i'll i take Lonzo and and probably your boy CP3 tonight. If uh, maybe Randall too, I think Randall burnt people last night like me. And it always, what have you done for me lately? I don't know if Randall draws all the ownership that he sort of should tonight. So there's a couple couple of you guys were asking about tiers in the Discord. So we gave you a couple differentiators. I would lock Luca. Will would mix in some Trey Young and uh, that tier four. Um, got a couple guys I think will be a little bit off the board for you there. Yeah, man, for sure. Uh, let's see here. I want a couple of, let's see here. Let me go through, um, the center position on, if you're MMEing, right. Something you gotta be cognizant of is the groups. So, uh, you know, I'm MMEing tonight and made some groups. Is there any specific ones, a couple ones that stand out to me, right? Don't play Zeller and Biombo in the same lineup. If like very unlikely, they're only on the court when the other one's off, one runs hot. The other one ain't playing. Make sure if they're in your pool, you only play one of them. Um, sort of like Willie Cauley-Stein and Boban, too. I'm, I'm probably going to get one, if not both, of these guys out of my lineup, or out of my builds by the time it's all said and done. But Boban just – Boban went up to 25% on DraftKings. I, I think that's pretty ludicrous ownership on Boban right now. Uh, man, you know, don't don't mention that to Grant. I hope he's not watching this show. <laughs> so, sorry about oh, that. Gosh. I, I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm going to be underweight on Boban tonight with Willie Cauley-Stein back. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm having, I would have zero share of the Boban. I mean, I know the potential is there. But listen, we don't know what Rick Carlisle is going to do tonight. Yeah. I mean, look, if you're running 150, like, like, like Britt Devine here, I mean, I get it. But, you know, if you're in three-entry max, five-entry max, just don't don't. I I wouldn't risk a lineup playing Boban today. Yeah, uh, a couple of Jeremy Grant and Millsap. Don't play those two together. Uh, not a yes. lot of people will be playing them anyway. And then uh, Melly and Favors, right? I think you can make a case. Favors is actually a. a I think he's pretty reasonable uh, low owned play tonight. Uh, yeah. Just don't play him with Melly in the same lineup because those are guys. One's on the court. One's off. And if one's hot, the other one probably isn't going to play. So just think about things like that if you're MMEing and especially when you're hand-building teams as well. But just wanted to throw out a couple of rules I had out there tonight. Um, what do you guys have for questions in chat? Any specific games you want us to talk about? We didn't really talk too much about Denver. They're basically – you know what you're getting. I don't have a ton of interest in Denver, I think – Harris is starting to put together some good games. I think he's halfway reasonable at 4,500, specifically at 1% ownership. You know, if he gets you 28 tonight at 4,500, that's good enough to, to get you there in a tournament, in my opinion. Other than that, um, you know, Jokic with the other high-end talent on the slate, right? He doesn't really – I don't think – if you get 51 out of Jokic tonight – I don't, I don't even know if that's going to be enough because I think Luka gets 60, Trey can get 60. 
I'm not really on Jokic tonight. What's your what's your take? I liked Jokic when Plumlee was out and he was getting like 36, 37 minutes. And I'm just a little off Jokic with Plumlee back. And, you know, it's sort of showing in the fantasy performances right now. Yeah, I mean, and not only Plumlee, you know, we had uh, Millsap that was out for a while too, which I think contributed yeah. to him playing a lot more minutes. And, and I know we saw some Michael Porter and we saw a little bit more Jeremy Grant, but uh, I, I'm with you, man. I, I don't think I can play Jokic today. I I think I'm just going to go full fade on him as well and hope he doesn't drop a 60-burger and um, mess up my earnings. Um, so someone posts, uh, Donnie Watson, the projections really like none now. And the ownership projection is not caught up, right? So when you're up here, right, the fantasy points were updated right now, literally just now, while the uh, the projected ownership, it's really hard to do that every time someone's in and out. So it usually hits around like 630. You could check back on that. And he's probably working on it right now, actually. Um, so Nunn's ownership is going to skyrocket from 1%. Uh, if you sort by point per dollar on the entire slate, he's currently the second highest point per dollar, but behind Thon Maker and sandwiched in between Boban, who I already mentioned, I'm not as thrilled on Boban as I think other people will be tonight. Um, what do you think Nunn's ownership gets to? Is he is he worth playing tonight against Charlotte? I say yes, very consistent. If he was like 53 or 5,400, I would mm-hmm. be a little bit less enthusiastic on him, but at 4,800, I think his price is pretty good on draft. Yeah, I mean, I think it's okay. Uh, I, I don't hate the price at all. Uh, same thing for FanDuel. He's 4600 I will say this, though. I do still think leverage on him is going to be Goran Dragic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if his ownership – if Nunn's ownership is creeping up, I, I'm going to assume he's going to creep up into the 20s, 20 to 30s, which means Dragic is probably going to be, God, maybe 8 to 12%, I would say, um, just right at the top of my head. So, you know, Dragic is a guy – that I would probably mix in a little bit more than none. And now that none is the new shiny toy, it just means people are going to forget about Brandon Knight playing over there in Detroit, in my opinion, which would possibly lower Brandon Knight's ownership, which means I'm going to be a lot, a lot more intrigued now uh, to get a few Brandon Knight shares in there because both of these guys are essentially in the same matchup, pretty much. Um, it's not, not much of a difference. So, you know, you've got Brandon Knight at 49, which isn't much more, and and now I'm I'm anticipating that his ownership is going to be a lot less. Uh, I think he's good leverage. Uh, so I just uh, you know I put in a couple of my percentages. I'll have to fine tune this afterwards. And currently the projections basically, if I didn't limit Kendrick Nunn, I would probably have close to 100% Kendrick Nunn. I'm I'm definitely playing 100% Luca. Uh, that that's definitely a stand I'm taking today. Uh, I've, I've got to get a lot lower on Boban. He's someone I'll probably drop. I don't even, I might just straight X Boban out of my teams tonight. Um, <laughs> based off, you know, you, you can see my screen here. Do you see anybody here that at least off the Roto Grinders projections is, is projected to be pretty highly owned that you'd be underweight on? Like we've got Elf who's, I think he, he can probably get there tonight. I think he's pretty interesting, but I, I want to play Elf when he's like 4% owned, right? And has 45, not when he's 25 or 30% owned. So he's someone I might lower my exposure to. Um, I'm getting a lot of Steven Adams and Nerlens Noel. I'm going to have to do some tinkering here, Will. Yeah, man. Um, I, 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 I don't like the Adams as much, but I get it. He's 50. Isn't Adams around 5,600 today? Yeah, he is cheap. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't mind that exposure at that price um, because, I mean, if he gets 32, 33-ish, I mean, now he's at that point where, you know, you're starting to think maybe GPP takedown if he hits in the right combo. So, uh, I don't mind that. I think for me, I, I mean, I, I would for sure hit the X button on Boban today. I just I, – I would – obviously, I know you're not going to do that, but I think for me, I, I would for sure be hitting the X button on Boban a very volatile player at 30%, 28, mm-hmm. whatever it was, X button immediately. Because we don't even know if he's going to play 10 minutes. He could play eight minutes. He could still get 20 fantasy points in eight minutes, but mm-hmm. it's not as likely. So for me, that that's kind of where I am, um, you know, in terms of what what I see right off the top of my head. I think I'd probably give myself a little bit more Goran Dragic. Even mm-hmm. though we're at 18, I'd probably be around 25. 
if I if I was if I was going heavy, I, I'd be around twenty five on Dragic today. Currently projected at two, but that was without the. Let's see. Usually it hits right about now. Let's see. Look, look how good I am. I kn- I know Jamino's working in the background, right? I said it was going to refresh right about now. Boom, six oh six. It refreshed. So the latest ownership's up. Let's take a look at this. So none has catapulted. Oh yeah. To the yeah. highest owned player on the slate. Hey, X button. Um, X button. No, I, just, I don't know. I'm, I'm telling you. I'm not doing an X button. Uh, I, I think Look. Drogic got way up there too. Can yeah, you play, he did. Can you play Drogic and none in the same lineup? I think you can. I'm not. Yeah, you can. I mean, the, the X button is a little bit of an exaggeration, but my point is this. Kendrick Nunn is not guaranteed to go for 30 fantasy points. He's not – like we've seen Kendrick Nunn just get 20 fantasy points, 19 fantasy points, and then everybody's mad at the end of the night – when you've got other guys in similar situations. And and that's kind of the the ownership game you play, you know. Um, you know, do I want none or do I want Knight? Uh Brandon Knight, in my opinion, is gonna play have the same opportunity, equal minutes. Um, you know, I'd definitely be overweight still on uh well, I don't even know if I go overweight on Dragic now, because now he's in the thirties. I'd probably bump up my hero exposure, is what I would be. Uh, I want to go to uh, Charlotte because Terry Rozier is out. So uh, there's someone has already clicked all the buttons for me. So I was able to get this. It looks like Cody Zeller seems, uh, sees a nice bump. His usage goes down. So you got to be careful on these, right? So when you see a player's usage go down, but his fantasy points go up, first you got to look at the minutes, right? It's just 58 minutes. So I'm probably not reading too much into Zeller in this particular one. But we've got Devontae Graham at basically four fantasy points more per 36 with the highest sample on the team, right, with a bump in usage. Basically, everything across the board, it, it's, it's a lot of points, five, almost four and a half points more per game. So everything else falls off, but he scores more points with Rozier in this particular situation. So I think Graham's pretty interesting. You see the, the Martins have a little bit of a bump here today. Yeah, I'm going to assume uh, Cody's going to start, and Graham yeah. will just move to shoot a point guard. That, that is my, that's my assumption. I like uh, I do like Devontae Graham a, a little bit today, and uh, one of the Martins, whichever one jumps into the starting lineup, I think is pretty good. I wouldn't read too much into the Zeller, but I still oh, think cool. Zeller, they don't want to play him more than like these 22, 23 minutes, something like that. Uh, I'm expecting him to start this, the, just the price, right, when he was like, 39 and 43 it was nice when he's 47 I would probably take a pass on him today not all too interested in fact here's what I'm gonna do not all too interested in Mr. Cody Zeller he gone I'm not gonna play any Cody Zeller <laughs> I'm not, I'm not I, just, I just don't think not, right, not today Satan not today <laughs> I just don't think right he's 47 can he give me 32 tonight like that's an absolute best case and I know he's low owned but uh, not too interested in him, but I'm, I'm going to like Devonte Graham and you're going to have to wait for the ownership to update to really be able to sort of leverage that um, in your lineups and things like that. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, Cody or Caleb, the chat wants to know, which one are you talking about? Cody. Yeah. I, I think that's a pretty. Yeah. Nice yeah. Cody's probably going to play 30 to 35 minutes tonight. I, I feel, I feel pretty comfortable. He's already been playing pretty much 30 minutes. Uh, people want to know on Tony Bradley. So if if Gobert out, so Gobert, let's let me backtrack here. So Gobert missed. Let's go. Let's go game log hunting here. When did he miss? He missed the twenty fifth and the twenty third of November. Let's go find. Where's Bradley? Is he still? Let's go find him in here. And let's see if Tony Bradley played any extra minutes in those games. Let's check it out. He played 23 minutes in one and 21 minutes in the other with 30 and 26 fantasy points. One against the Pelicans, one against the Bucks. Um, yeah, yeah. If if Gobert out, I think you can play Tony Bradley, and I would one hundred percent in that particular situation play him over the Bobans of the world, without question. Absolutely. 
Um, Absolutely. But if if Gobert's in, Tony Bradley does not exist on any of my teams. Tonight. So that is something, <laughs> that's something, right? You, you can plan, you can try to plan for these things too, because we might not know. So you can play, you can, like, if you wanted to be able to possibly take advantage of it, you can just play. Gobert's at 1%. Just put 15% Gobert in your lineups, right? And then mm-hmm. even if Gobert plays, you can just X him out and you can rebuild your lineups. And then if he doesn't, you get Tony Bradley and you get to upgrade, right? You'll you'll probably know this by 7.30, right? So now you can get Trey and Luca, and you can get um, Chris Paul that will like, or you can get Lonzo Ball onto your other teams with Tony Bradley, right? So there's ways to set it up, um, you know, thinking about MME to be able to take advantage of it. Because the worst thing is if you don't have, you know, you really can't take advantage of it because of how your lineups are set up, that's the worst. So yeah. think about things like that when you're, when you're making teams. Um, I might actually force in some Rudy Gobert if we don't have that news just to, to sort of be able to do something like that. Yeah. Uh, how much at a bio would you have now? JSU has him tagged and he is at 9% ownership. Oh, I'm all in on Bam. J- JSU got him tagged. JSU got him tagged too, all in, right? I, I'm, I'm all in on Bam uh, for sure. No, no way. I mean, listen, and we talk, I, I think I talked about this on the pod anyway. Bam was in play whether Jimmy Butler was in or out. He, he was already in play. So now that Jimmy Buckets uh, is on the shelf, man, give me all the Bam. Bam and Julius Randle are my two favorite power forwards tonight in terms of just what I feel like is from a raw points perspective. I know Maxie's out there. I'm telling you right now, in my main team, I'm going to have to fade Maxie. I'm playing Bam and Julius together, and hopefully that gives me a little bit of differentiation. I think people are going to play both, but I think they're going to play Maxie with one or the other. I'm playing them both together, and hopefully that gives me the upside I need to, to take this thing down. Um, don't forget, guys, uh, click the like button on YouTube. We would appreciate it. And also, don't forget, uh, you know, I've said this for, I think, like three or four years on all these Roto-Grinder shows. Uh, Roto-Grinder's premium, the value you get with it. Um, I, I think I'm spoiled, right, because I've had it for the, the low, low price of free 50 for a long time because I've been with Roto-Grinders for a long time. But this stuff, it should be like $100 a month in life between lineup HQ and the articles and we got baseball coming up with plate IQ and like, I don't know why, like results DB, it shouldn't be free. Right. But Hey, Hey, support us, right. Get Roto grinders. premium. <laughs> you can have all this stuff. You get all the sports, PGA, XFL, NFL, basketball. It's all coming in one. You get baseball coming up here, just 39 99 a month. Um, you know, I think it's a great value. Like I said, I'm spoiled because I've had it for free 50 for a long time behind the scenes. Um, but uh, probably the best value. If I can guarantee you, Will, if uh, if I was not at Roto Grinders, I would buy myself Roto Grinders Premium the next day. I can I can almost guarantee. Well, uh, listen, I haven't been at Roto Grinders <laughs> for for twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, so I have actually. But what I would do when I when I uh, when I wasn't uh, a uh, an employee of such a great company, by the way. Uh, listen, guys, Roto is one of the best companies to work for. I'd never leave this place to go to a, to a competitor. I can say that confidently. Uh, they they know why. This company knows why they're so great. At any rate, I have paid for premium before, but I would just buy it for the year. And that, that way I got all the sports. I didn't have to worry about it. And um, so, you know, now that I'm here, you know, I'm, I'm able to kind of toot the horn a little just bit to, more. Just to have lineup HQ. Just, I, I literally just stare yeah. at it 24-7 every single day. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, I wanted to give props to, to everyone at Roto-Grinders that works hard behind the scenes to give you all this stuff that works so hard on it. And uh, I think it's a great value. If you're looking for something around the industry, uh, give it a shot. Um, Pope, what do you, what do you have in? How many, what, what do you, what do you want to do Pope? How many teams you want to make here? Right. So a couple, couple of tricks, right? If first thing you want to do, if you're having issues in lineup HQ, prioritize lineups over max exposures, maybe you got a little bit too close. I always leave it unchecked because I'm a master, right? I know exactly what I'm doing. But if you're ever having trouble, try clicking that. Maybe that'll help yourself make some lineups. If not, reduce your exposures. Um, make sure your salary sliders are right. And that should sort of get you on the on the right track. Oh, man, Britt, that's another one too, man. Uh, let me give out a little bit of game strategy since we don't really have too many questions. What you got? So for me, when I'm playing like uh, regular slates, I'm always going to leave – I'm always going to have a gap of about $1,000. That, that's just my, my thing, right? For those of you out there 
that are really in the showdown. Like I, I'm, I'm really in the showdown single game. Like I, I, I love that those, those types of slates. Listen, just go ahead and back your salary, especially on FanDuel. Back your salary at about three grand on the table, and you'll end up with just some unique combinations. You know, if you're wondering how these guys take these things down, sometimes it's just a salary play. You know, you have, you know, instead of spinning all the way up, you take a guy like Seth Curry to outscore Tim Hardaway, who's, you know, just on a normal slate, let's say Tim Hardaway's 10K and Seth Curry's, you know, 7K, and you just leave the 3K on the table. And if Tim Hardaway had, you know, west to bed and Seth Curry goes off for 30, then you left 3K on the table and and you took it down solo. And um, so that's just – for, for showdown exclusively, you really want to make sure you leave that two to $3,000 gap to really get unique across your lineups. It sounds like you were watching the, uh, the uh, oh, my goodness, Roto Academy show I did with the showdown master himself. Oh, Big oh we, you know what? I did not watch that show, <laughs> but I, I did not. But me, listen, me and Big T, we, you know, we, we've talked a few times off, off, off the cuff, man, especially during the playoffs about how we're going to approach things. And, uh, you know, so we, I think overall, I think me and Big T think alike for DFS. We're not going to agree on everything, but I think our thought process is similar. Yeah, guys, if you have Roto Grinders Premium, the other thing, Roto Academy, I kind of host those on a variety of, diff- of different topics. I think we got like six or seven different versions of it out for NBA. You can go find those and basically you can sit there and learn from big t and squirrel patrol and a couple others i'm on there on all of them and you got blender on there too right just talking different strategies on different slates on different games on different topics to help you become a better player right just everyone knows hey right luca he's in a good spot tonight he's gonna get 60 but becoming a better dfs player to be able to continue winning results db roto academy game theory all that extra type of stuff is what helps you be a profitable player in today we got you covered here at Roto Grinders. Uh, all right, Chief. I think that's going to about do it. All the people out there, stay safe from the coronavirus. It's going everywhere. Stay indoors, right? Play DFS. Be safe. Eat your soup. Don't go outside. Have good good time with that. Will, you stay safe too. Uh, I think we got a couple yes. more shows this month, so always fun hanging out with you. Absolutely. I'm Britt. Stay tuned for Crunch Time coming up next, guys, and we out you.